0: You're listening to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 177, Our Favorite Feng Shui Crystals. Welcome to episode 177 of The Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at MindfulDesignSchool.com. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list where we offer special workshops and unique opportunities and information and newsletters with Feng Shui tips and Feng Shui information only available to our newsletter subscribers. You can look at our website, mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll down to the bottom and join our mailing list there. And we also have a link in our show notes. So hi, Laura, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm super excited that we sold out our certification class this time.
1: We did. Yeah,
0: it's full. Yeah, it's full. And we just opened enrollment for our next class that starts in September Mm -hmm. this year. And it ends with you graduate in March of 2023. Mm -hmm. So we open for enrollment. And yeah, we hope some of you will join us so we can get to know you
1: yes it's a good class we started up we're rolling in with this new cohort group and it's great i mean it's just it's we're having a lot of fun so yeah if um those of you out there that have been thinking about it also keep your eyes peeled make sure you're on our mailing list keep your eyes peeled because we do information sessions live and if you're on our mailing list you will find out when those will be oh yeah we gotta we
0: gotta plan those right
1: yeah (laughs) okay we'll do it later today yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: Today, we're going to talk about our favorite feng shui crystals. Everyone loves crystals. They're really popular right now. And not only are they really super pretty, they can be used for feng shui applications.
1: Yeah. So we are going to talk about which ones we like. So Angie and I are going to pick each have our own for each kind of loose categories that we've come up with. But overall you know, we'll talk a little bit about why we love crystals so much and why crystals are so appealing, I think, to uh, many, many of us. Maybe you don't even know why, you know, maybe you just are drawn to them, right? So crystals, not to be confused with a feng shui crystal that is man-made lead, uh, sometimes it's leaded crystal or crystal, it's like a glass man-made, and we use those in many feng shui adjustments. So not to be confused with that, this is a crystal from the ground. These are natural crystals. These are stones of crystals from the ground. So what that means is inherently they represent and they bring into a space, earth energy, earth chi, right? So I think you know, we're all drawn to crystals. Also, they have, you know, different vibrations. They have different qualities to them. I'm sure there's listeners out there that know, you know, tons and tons about crystals. And we like to bring them in and use them in feng shui because of that connection with the earth, right? That deep connection where they came from the earth. It's a very easy way to bring earth chi into your own home.
0: Yes, and there's also so many different qualities of different crystals, the colors that can bring in other attributes as well as their energetic properties. And natural crystals are gifts that we we can receive from the earth and they have a lot of wisdom. They've been around much longer than you or I, so they're something to really honor. And so with that, you should also think about how you procure your crystals. And if you can, with anything, especially if you're getting something for an energetic purpose, it's important to think about where they come from. If you can, you always want to receive the best you can with what you have. So you need to review for yourself what that means financially and also what's within your means and what's within your availability, what's around you. Try to source crystals that come from an ethical place and ethical origins, as well as being curious about where they come from too. And there's even the consideration that you can also instead of just going out and buying crystals but seeing what crystals call to you and see if there's a crystal that finds you and that you connect with before you just start collecting a lot of crystals
1: yeah that's the advice around crystals if you do go to a store that you know does source stones ethically the advice is to just wander around and see what you're attracted to and what you're drawn to and there's a reason for it And then what you can do from there is, if you wanted to sort of zero in on certain qualities or certain functions that these these crystals might have. So in feng shui, how we would use—I mean, there's many different ways you could use them in feng shui. And just to back up a little bit, it's not a traditional feng shui adjustment. Let's just be clear: we practice black sect feng shui, and nowhere in you know our teachings is there you know use rose quartz for this. It's just what is in there is. Color, quality, characteristics, intention, right? And that's what's really beautiful about crystals, is they have all of those in them. So they're like this magical little thing that can have color. It also can have properties. It can, you know, bring in certain kinds of energy, and it's easy to add to your space. And at the heart of it, again, as I mentioned, it has earth chi. So they make great. Feng shui adjustments and then being able to take these stones and these crystals and being able to overlay your own intention is really powerful. In our practice, intention is is very important, you know, setting the intentions.
0: Yeah, I agree. So let's get started. What's okay, mm-hmm. what do we have on our list for the first few? Oh. We're going to first talk about our favorite crystals for grounding and protection. So you want to go mm-hmm. first, Laura?
1: Yeah, sure. So my favorite crystal or stones for grounding and protection is black tourmaline, all tourmalines, but black tourmaline is one that I have and I have it right here and for those of you that are, you know, going to see us on YouTube, you can see it physically. Black tourmaline is very good for grounding. And it's actually used to create grounding grids. So if you get four pieces, you can create a grid where within your home and, and to really, to really ground down and, and really set the energy. They're also great for protection from electromagnetic fields. They are good to draw off. Generally, overall, great for drawing off any negative energy or negative chi. And they're also connected with the root chakra, which is interesting because that is all about being grounded, right? Feeling secure, feeling stable. And I also like them. I like, they got a nice weight to them. They're great if you're starting to worry, maybe clearing negative thoughts, because again, we're talking about earth chi with all these stones. And sort of trying to reduce anxiety and make you feel a little bit more settled.
0: Yeah, and for black tourmaline and the crystal that I'm going to talk about, Mm -hmm. you could also use them around your front door, like place one on each side of your front door or at your front door for some protection to create an energetic protection for you and your family. So my favorite crystal for grounding protection is Fancy Jasper, and you can... If you can visualize it, Fancy Jasper has kind of like, like camouflage colors, like very earthy colors, like forest green, modeled with like rusty reds or browns, and there's lots of different varieties, but I think that they really embody this earthy feeling. And Fancy Jasper has these earthy colors as well as offering grounding and protection, specifically more grounding. And my favorite way to kind of work with fancy jasper, besides putting it near your front door, is wearing fancy jasper. I have a mala that's made of fancy jasper beads and I actually made the mala. And I think it's really a lovely stone to have around you for, to ground you, to protect you. And you don't have, you can also just place one in your pocket Or have one next to your nightstand.
1: Yeah, wearing it is a really good. I was going to say the same thing for black tourmaline. For all of these stones, you know, being able to wear them is another way to bring that energy to you immediately. Okay. So, next category of crystals, and I use category loosely, we're just sort of grouping them together, is crystals for prosperity and abundance. If any of you had listened to our last podcast where we talked about protection and abundance. We talked a lot about them being interchangeable. So to be prosperous, I think, as I mentioned, is to be lucky and to be lucky is to be healthy, to be protected, to feel like you're able to work, move through the world and you feel secure. So Jade is my choice for prosperity and abundance. It has a very long history in China and Asia. If you haven't already listened to our, we have an entire podcast on Jade, you know, recommend you listen to it, but it is used for protection, but also it's connected with prosperity and abundance in that way. So you can wear it, you can have it in your space, but wearing it is traditionally the way you would do it, especially if you're, you know, in the Chinese culture, you can wear a bangle, which I have. And I bought it when I was in Beijing and you wear it on your left wrist because that is the same side as your heart. And so it's a way to clear your qi because it is believed that jade as a stone is a living stone, that it has its own chi. And so when you wear it, you imbue it with chi, you keep it, moving it's not going to sit there and sort of get dusty and kind of get stagnant so it's a real it's a stone that can be worn you can wear it as a bangle you can wear it as a ring and it is meant to protect your own chi and the color itself that green color i mean it comes in many different colors it is revered as being a stone of abundance so that's my pick is jade
0: yeah, and if you guys are more interested in jade, which is, we've noticed that because jade is like your tra- traditionally Asian stone, that people who are drawn to feng shui are especially attracted to jade. We have a whole podcast episode mm. about jade, so you guys should definitely check it out. So my pick for wealth and abundance is amethyst. Amethyst is a purple crystal. It's a type of quartz actually, and it's pretty easy to get. It's pretty well known, easy to find. And the reason why I like to use amethyst for wealth and abundance is because if you look at the feng shui bagua map, which is the energy map that we use in feng shui, the wealth and abundance area, which is called shun in Chinese is related to the color purple. And purple is a very interesting color. It's a combination of the fiery red of fame and recognition and and your passion and inspiration. And also it's a combination of red and blue and blue is related to growth and wood element and kindness and all of those things come together to create a true sense of abundance and prosperity. And you know, the wealth area is not about financial wealth. I mean, it can be financial wealth is one way that wealth and abundance is expressed in your life on this earth. However, it's also connected to a lot of things that underlie your sense of abundance and prosperity, which is things like your self-worth, your value, how you take care of yourself. So. It's a great way to invite in and activate and work with the wealth area the Bagua map using amethyst. So very simply, you can place an amethyst crystal in the wealth area of your home. And if you don't know how to do that, the easiest way is generally to do it in your bedroom. So you can stand in your bedroom looking in and the far furthest left corner is the wealth area. So that's a great one to use your amethyst. And of course, like we talked about earlier, you can wear it. I also think that amethyst is a great stone to use for wealth and abundance in your meditation area. So you might think, wait, those don't go together, meditation and abundance and wealth. But again, we, Laura and I want to challenge you to look at a different way of looking at feeling abundant, feeling prosperous, feeling wealthy, feeling that you have enough and so much that you want to be generous to others. And... That begins with valuing yourself, and so bringing amethyst into your meditation area with the intention that you really want to truly see yourself as a treasure, and you see yourself as of great value. And this purple color, I'm going to circle back to it, is also such an elegant color and it has a sense of royalty. And so that you can recognize that you are a valuable, wealthy person. You have that within you and you can include that in your meditation time to cultivate that.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. (laughs) Well said. So different way of looking at prosperity and abundance, I think in both of those stones, right? Jade, protecting yourself, making sure you're healthy, therefore you're prosperous and amethyst really starting to shift how you think about your self-worth. So those are really both powerful ways just to shake up this whole money, money, money thing that prosperity and abundance can come in different ways. So the last category that we pulled together is personal growth and confidence. And personal growth and confidence I added in just, just to make you feel like you're able to, you know, do the things you want to do you know, through the world. So I picked selenite, which is a beautiful stone, a very delicate stone. And I have a big chunk here again. I have a humongous chunk. And then I have little small rounded pieces that you can put in the palm of your hands when you're meditating. They're like little eggs. And selenite is comes from the word selenay, who is the goddess, the moon goddess. And the reason I love selenite is it, it's the, the ability to connect with your unconscious your, and, and to really dive deep into cultivating that intuition and that unconscious side, the inside of your life and how you think of things and how you tap into things. And this stone makes me specifically think of, because of the connection with the moon, selenite, and it is known for connecting the unconscious. And clearing your mind, being really clear minded, and that maybe you're becoming a little more self aware because self awareness is a big part of this personal growth. You know, we do a lot of this work. There's a particular part of the Bhagwan, which Angie will talk about in a second, that is connected with this entire whole concept of being more self aware, cultivating these properties in yourself. And selenite also makes me think of with the moon, it makes me think for me personally of a particular card the tarot card uh, the high priestess and the high priestess is all about tapping into your unconscious and that moon energy as well and the gua that we're gonna that we'll talk about is gun right self-cultivation
0: yeah uh yes okay i was just hand signaling to uh, Laura, (laughs) what (laughs) What are you talking about? So so the Bagua area, the area, the Bagua map, again, the mandala that we use in Feng Shui that we overlay on a home that relates to different life areas. There's one called Gun. It's described as skillfulness, self-knowledge, and self-cultivation, and it's a dark, dark blue. So this is also related to earth element. And that's a great Bagua area to work with for your personal growth and confidence. It's a great place to have a reading nook or your books or your library or your meditation area. And if you wanted to locate it in your home, you would stand in the front door of your home and the closest left corner, the front left corner would be that area. And if that's one. This is one of the bagua areas that's a little bit hard to locate just talking on the phone and everyone always has a weird floor plan. So that's a great reason to, to join our inner circle because we look at different floor plans all the time. So anyway, that's one way you can work with personal growth and confidence. And my favorite crystal to work with in light of this aspiration for growth and confidence and courage for me is soda light. So soda light is a dark blue stone. So not only does the color resonate with this area, the bagua map, but it also resonates with the throat chakra. And I think for me personally and for many of my students and a lot of especially like women or female identifying people that I work with, because that's generally our demographic, a lot of your personal growth and confidence comes from finding your voice. And blue, not I love that the, the color blue works with this idea of self-cultivation in the Bagua, and also with the throat chakra. So giving you courage and confidence to, to speak, to be heard, to share, and to also know that what you have to offer the world is of value. So, you know, Soda Light would be a great one to work with in this self-cultivation knowledge area of your home. And you can also include it maybe somewhere on your desk to give you more courage and personal growth and support in the work that you do in the world. Because your desk represents Your career, it represents your path in life and placing it anywhere on your desk would help to support that. So those are our favorite crystals. I'll just Mm -hmm. summarize them for grounding and protection, black tourmaline and fancy jasper for prosperity and abundance, jade and amethyst and for personal growth and confidence, selenite and sodalite. And we'd love to hear from you guys, maybe on our Instagram or in our inner circle, what your favorite, uh, (laughs) I'm like, where else can we go? Yeah. um, Where else can you find us? You could find us in our inner circle, our membership or on Instagram. And we'd love to hear what your favorite crystals
1: are. Mm. Yeah. So um, I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that I mean, we dabble, I dabble, I have quite a collection, but I'm sure many of our listeners are very knowledgeable in this area. So we'd love to hear from you guys.
0: Oh, you know, I have one other thing for amethyst. Mm -hmm. I I actually just realized that I'm sitting on a a seat cushion made with amethyst. Really? Yeah. So that can also support your prosperity and abundance at work to sit on a cushion made with amethyst at your desk.
1: That's very empress of you. Thank you. Real Empress vibe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode and be sure to join our mailing list. You can go to mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll down to the bottom and sign up for our mailing list and follow us on Instagram at mindfuldesignschool and let us know what your favorite crystals are. And if you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others, subscribe, leave a review, all of that really helps us a lot. And you can always support the podcast by checking out our certification. In case you didn't know, we teach a feng shui certification program. We do a deep dive six month certification program for people who want to become feng shui practitioners. And we also have a inner circle membership that's open for enrollment a few times a year. So stay on our mailing list to be notified about that and occasionally we have little mini courses and special workshops that are available to our newsletter subscribers only thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week